0: This is Sid Hig for Nightmare Junkhead. Listen, or I'll come over there and put my boot all up in your ass.
1: Weaving in and out of your consciousness like a bad dream you can't wake from, this is the Nightmare Junkhead podcast a horror podcast that celebrates the entire catalog of Morbid Angel. My name is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And on today's episode, we're summoning neither a demon or a witch, but rather a review of Acid Bath Productions' newest film, The Lich. But before we get into that, let me remind you, we're part of the Boom Howdy podcast network. Boom Howdy. You can find all of our past episodes at BoomHowdy.com, or the easiest way to listen in is to simply subscribe to Nightmare Junkhead in your iTunes or SoundCloud app. Hit subscribe, and when we drop our latest episode, it'll download directly to your listening device of choice. I'll open your lich hole. And you can also follow us along on the social media on Twitter at Nightmare Junk and Facebook at Nightmare Junkhead. And this particular episode is going to be released on June 22nd, and if you are a, a fan of horror, if you are a fan of genre films, this is a day that we, a lot of us ultimately celebrate probably unknowingly or unwillingly mm-hmm. sometimes, mm-hmm. Uh, but if you happen to be in Kansas City on the day this release on June 22nd at Screenland Tapcade at 10 o'clock, uh, Kansas City Horror Club, what's going on there, Genius? We are celebrating the man himself, a little bit of Bruce
0: Campbell birthday, with the uh, original wonderfully gory Evil Dead.
1: Do not think the mad, you know, slapstick, mad capri of Evil Dead 2 no, Army of Darkness. We're going
0: back to the dark roots. This one so, truly. This one, this one is synonymous with gore and horror, and so this one's going to be a f- very fun treat. It's going to be at 10 p.m. Central Time, uh, Screenland Tapcade. Come check it out.
1: And then go ahead and put it on your calendar. But uh, in July,
0: yes, Terror Tapcade is coming back um, with one of the best horror comedies out there, a little Tucker Tucker and Dale versus Evil, and that's going to be on July 20th at 10 o'clock, and that's going to be. F- funny
1: shit i didn't get to see that in the theater so i'm really anxious to see that one yes it's one of my all-time favorites mm-hmm. if i could show it in my speech class i totally would yep yep it, it, it's just funny it is it is and then in august on august 17th another one what is that one gonna be genius we're
0: bringing back the horror comedy again this one is i saw it in the theater but i'm anxious to see it again because fucking um richard jenkins kills it in cabin in the woods and that's what we're going to be showing at Terror Tapcade, third Friday of the month.
1: And if you're lucky, the Merman will come out and make an appearance. Or Kevin. Or Kevin. <laughs> we do need to talk about him. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... Obviously, in the Kansas City area, we do have a lot of good stuff to look forward to here in the upcoming months. And then Mm -hmm. also some new releases that are coming out as well. Uh, We're definitely going to be covering all of those on Nightmare Junkhead, so stay tuned to that. Uh, But for our current review here, and, you know, we really probably couldn't talk about the Lich without actually bringing in someone that had, dare I say, a small hand in making of the film, genius? Just a, just a bit, just a hand, dabbled the finger. Uh, yeah, I believe uh, you know he produced it, uh, he wrote it, he directed it, he starred in it. He is the hardest working man in horror business. Mm-hmm. Welcome back to Nightmare Junkhead, James Balsamo. Hey
2: everybody, how's it going? James Balsamo here. Don't forget I also did the special effects for The Lich.
1: Just overachiever. goddamn it, <laughs> right. man. And yeah. he did catering, too. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so before we get into all the good stuff, uh, tell our listeners where can they find you out on the social media. Please plug and promote away.
2: Sure. Hey, everybody. James Balsamo here. I want to be your friend on the Internet and in person if you see me. So find me at James Balsamo on Facebook. Follow me on Instagram at James Balsamo. Or uh, follow me on Twitter at Acid Bath Product. We're going to acidbathproductions.com to get all your cool acid bath Productions stuff, like the Lich t shirt. You need that. That's
1: awesome. You will be in the height of style with everything yes. from Acid Bath Productions. Um, so, ultimately, we last had a time, the last time we had a chance to talk was uh, Panic Fest here in Kansas City, which is always a good time. Uh, had a chance to plug and promote away there. But you were recently at SinisterCon. Uh, as we would ask anyone at a convention, how was your con?
2: Oh, it was great. Uh, that was actually my first time in Sacramento. It was really nice, and uh, everybody was really great there. And uh, it was—it was good. It was really cool. I liked—I uh, liked that town. It's nice.
1: A little bit and, of the uh, nightlife. Uh, anything that you know you can share with the listeners, right, or uh, <laughs> or are the parties
0: still out to remain innocent? <laughs> oh no! So a- actually, uh, after the show, I stayed in
2: Sacramento an extra day to film with the legend himself, Michael Berryman. I mean, um, if you don't know his name, you'll know his lovely egg-shaped head from the poster <laughs> of The Hills Have Eyes. Uh, Michael Berryman's in everything, including your mom. <laughs> keep
1: keep ah, it classy that. on the podcast. That's what <laughs> that, I love.
0: That just thought of Berryman, that just cemented in my brain and gave me the shivers, right?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and and smoking ain't allowed in school. All right.
1: so. And he's uh, you know no smoking in the boys room but, uh, <laughs> so dare i say is he going to be part of the upcoming sequel cool as hell 2
2: actually michael berryman narrates the entire cool as hell 2 film he plays <laughs> the devil
0: michael berryman is the devil
1: that's fucking dope oh yeah it's,
2: it's awesome
1: <laughs> i you know what we've had robert de niro as the devil We've had Pacino as the devil, but now the right. fact that you are giving us Berryman as the devil, that, good sir, is top notch. Mm-hmm. Oh,
2: it's great. And you know what? He knew what the film was. He, he played it to its schlockiest extent. I mean, he had a lot of fun with the role, and really, it was just amazing. And I don't think I've ever seen Michael Berryman talk on screen for that long. So I think people really enjoy seeing him have some dialogue.
1: <laughs> well, he's got, you know, he's got some very dulcet toys. You go back to, like, Weird Science, and that's little bit where he's like, "Kuya, <laughs> yeah. keep this between ourselves. I'd hate to lose my teaching job. <laughs> and it's just got that wonderful little delivery there. So I can not I can only imagine, placed on top of one of your films, this should be a magical combination. I can only imagine. And,
2: and he's he's the main bad guy in uh, Double Dragon. I love that cameo. Like, he's the boss that gets replaced instantly. <laughs> oh.
1: i think i for some reason kind of wiped that one out of my brain for some reason i don't know i was a double dragon fan on the arcade and just for some reason uh, (laughs)
0: it's
2: it's it's not great but (laughs) cameo is great
0: (laughs) that's the good thing about barryman he's just no matter what he's just it's michael barryman he's that guy you know he's that guy Mhm. But she said like um that he was having a good time in the uh in the filming and that's one thing I've noticed. You have a cavalcade of cameos and everybody in all the Acid Bath productions just looks like they're having a ball doing doing James Balsamo stuff.
2: Thanks. Yeah, I like to party. And it's funny you guys mentioned you play Morbid Angel's catalog because I don't know if you noticed but uh, the original drummer, lead singer of Morbid Angel, Mike Browning, is in The Lich.
1: Good. You, the Lich, you say? Well, tell me a little bit more about this Lich film here, James. Actually, tell me, how did you summon up The Lich? Where was the origin? Where did it come from?
2: Uh, I love that cartoon, Adventure Time. And I knew The Lich from D&D. And I said, hey, why isn't there a Lich movie? This is a great uh, character. I'd love to see... You know, a zombie wizard that can, you know, also summon the dead as a necromancer, kick ass, and, you know, get some tricks naked while doing it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's the first thing. It was so funny when I was watching it and going through. I was about five minutes in, and I sent Genius a text. I was like, man, we're five minutes in, and we have blood, brains, and boobs. This is perfect. Oh,
0: yeah. when we need to add a fourth B and for Balsamo and <laughs> cuz like cuz like as soon as as soon as it opened up and the first scenes going on I'm like this is a James Balsamo film you know you you know what's going on and then when you show up like uh, hey you know our his brains out you know it's yeah. bravo <laughs>
1: Well, and also, I think probably one of my favorite things with any of your films is obviously, and as Genius said, is just the cavalcade of the cameos we have. And then just seeing all the names pop up in the credits, it's just for me, I'm like, ooh, I I love that person. Oh, And and I had like two moments, especially, that I just kind of did the, ooh. Uh, But one was Tom Sizemore, which I was not anticipating. And then the other one was E.G. Daly. Tell us a little bit about the experience working with them, if you could.
2: Oh sure. Well, I love the E.G. Daily story on how I met her. So my manager Matt Jason was having a uh, a benefit for dogs, and uh, I felt somebody brush up behind me, and before I even turned around, I said, "Hey, did you grab my ass!" And I turn around, and it's fucking E.G. Daily. <laughs> <laughs> and after that, she uh, you know she fell in love with me, and and she was on the litch not even I think two weeks after that. So and. Uh, And I've known Tom uh, a long time, so it was it was great to get him in the movie too. So it's it's been a wild ride, to say the least.
1: I can imagine. How long have you been putting the? How long was it actually from like start to finish with the lich?
2: Well, like a lot of my films, the concept comes years before the actual movie. Comes out because I think of terrible movie ideas on a daily basis. So if I could crank them out as fast as I could think of them, I'd probably have a, a thousand films to my credit. So unfortunately, I had thought of The Lich uh, even before Killer Waves. It was uh, a toss up between doing a Surf Slasher film or a uh, an Evil Dead meets the craft kind of movie. And, you know, Killer Waves came first. And so. I put the Lich on the back burner, and that was almost three three years ago. So after Killer Waves was done, I was like, that's it. We're going to do this Lich. And uh, Dave Stein was slated to be the Lich since the beginning. You know, I'd come up with the story, and, and Dave and I have been working together a long time. And it was time for him to get a leading role as a creature. So...
1: And
0: yeah, let's talk a little. Yeah, bit about let's the talk about about oh, the yeah. lich himself. He, Dave Stein is he was hilarious. He cracked me up throughout. I mean, like some of his deliveries in the punchline, it they were like, oh, I shouldn't be laughing at this, but this is hilarious. So.
1: Where, yeah, that was great. No, I, I would actually say he really reminded the performance, reminded me a lot of the creep from Creep Show. Mm-hmm. Just had that kind of sinister vibe, but yet, as Genius, like you said, it was very funny, just the delivery. And I would actually, what was the inspiration with the, uh, I, I want to call it like the lich view with the perspective with the like the pink and the, the almost, I dare, was it like psychedelic? Or like, what was going on with that?
2: Oh, uh, well, the Lich is like, can change from a mist and. Oh, excuse my dog. <laughs> he gets excited at things.
0: <laughs> is, um, is that the dog from uh, The Lich?
2: That is the dog mm. from The Lich. That's my dog, Alf. <laughs> I was going to say, he's
1: voicing his opinion, saying, yeah, you know, don't believe the hype. Don't forget to talk about me, my scene.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> so, uh, so, The Lich is, you know, he, he's kind of got. An essence to him, you know what I mean. So he can change into any form. So that smoke is like part of him. He's he's part of that mist. So anytime you see, you know, a friend or a loved one turn into a creature, it's the lich that's embodying that person, and that's why that pink mist is there.
1: And I, I just think it added another level of just perspective to it. It kind of, and I dare I say, I go back to steel magnolias with a little <laughs> blush and bashful, but. I just really liked just the effect. I just thought it added another level to it. In fact, to the point that um, that initial transformation scene, uh, when he's melted away and then reforms, there were so many d- different elements of special effects that you incorporated in there. And that's one of the reasons we talked about uh, the Evil Dead is there's that sh- there's a couple shots in there, and I don't know if they were if you were kind of drew inspiration from them. But can you tell me a little bit about the special effects work with the lich?
2: Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, first let me talk about that that smoke it's not digital it's milk um so there's an old (laughs) 80s technique it's called the cloud tank where you essentially have a fish tank and you know shoot it with a black background and pour milk into the tank and that creates that kind of cloud it's like what they used for you know indiana jones and uh, poltergeist, when the clouds come, it's that same exact technique. So there's really very little CGI. All of that pink smoke is actually milk.
1: Hmm. That's super cool.
2: Um, the beginning with the uh, the face melting, that's actually a life cast of Dave Stein poured with different colors of wax. Uh, the amount of work in this movie with effects is retarded it's just it's it was way more con, time consuming than i wanted to put into it but i think it pays off in the end and you know you know film is forever so my my labor is a labor of love i do it because you know i like films like evil dead and, and schlock like that so that's where a lot of the effects inspiration comes from
1: yeah, i thought it was great i really thought it added just like i said another element to the lich that made him kind of a very very memorable character mm-hmm. uh so much to the point that anytime he wasn't around i felt like it was like poochie's like hey where's the lich at but you know <laughs> yeah. ultimately he's he's creeping around there somewhere which you like um now another thing that i really liked there were some standout scenes for me um the first being one that starts very sad and then just gets so gooey and I can only imagine what it was like shooting it, but I've just referred to it as the goopy booby scene. Uh, in the bathroom in that particular scene. Do you know which one I'm talking about?
2: Oh, sure, sure. That... I mean, I don't mind about spoilers, guys. So if you guys oh. want to talk about it,
1: you know. <laughs> Sorry oh, no, I just spoilers abound, but just, just the just kind of the nastiness of that that scene, I mean it just looked like that was just a mess to shoot. What was that like?
2: Uh, it was gross. <laughs> <laughs> Slime is made of it's it's something called methaclose, and it's basically horse lubricant. <laughs>
1: now, one has to inquire. You know, how do you go about uh, procuring a lot of horse lubricants? Like, Not that I'm, you know. Do,
0: do you go to CVS to the counter and like, um, yes. Yeah, so well, I... <laughs>
2: what's funny is that you know uh, a lot of makeup shops. They slap a fancy label on it and call it monster slime,
0: quote unquote. But it's horse lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> a lube by any other name. <laughs> so I mean, um,
2: that was a that was a cool scene. Uh, the fucking. You know it's, a motorboat's a
0: motorboat, I say, <laughs>
2: even if it's from a decapitated
0: corpse. <clears throat> That's one thing you're not afraid to get like ooey and gooey in your own films. Like, it's you get slimed on pretty frequent in the lich, and and also you got your ass kicked with a couple of bottles. That was, I,
2: you know, those. <laughs> <laughs> Great! they don't come out of sugar glass anymore they're actually thin resin so it's like getting hit in the head with a thin plastic bottle
0: holy shit and there was one that was lodged is- in your dome for a minute <laughs> sure was it sure, it sure was.
1: <laughs> the blood loss and everything was worth it i'm sure right
0: so. did you like howdy ma'am and you pulled it out and blood just shot out and then like oh no no no! put it back put it back put it back you know <laughs> right <laughs>
1: well I think Ingenious you mentioned it there is something and it's, I think it's kind of throughout your films is any time that your character tends to get like berated or belittled and it's usually and it's by one of the, like you know usually the one of the higher up uh, you know celebrity cameos and I don't know what it is but there's just something with your reaction just the way you stand there it's part charm part like Sadist, just like it's just basic, is kind of just like ah. yeah.
0: Basically, we like watching you get yelled at by
1: celebrities.
0: It's 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 pretty great. I mean, I don't. I mean, just to boil it down, I mean,
1: it's it's really. Yeah, but funny. it's all in your reaction, right. though. It's just this is you're standing there, and there's just that kind of like that that like, just that look, like I can't. What's happening? Why are they doing <laughs> this to me? And it's just great. <laughs> and again, yeah, no, that's uh, credit to you know your characters. Now there's another scene in here. And I'm just going to call it a mausoleum scene, so I don't think I'm spoiling anything. But Uh I loved, like, the shot. It was, for me, it was one of the really, like, genuinely scary shots of the film. Uh, Where where was that uh, Because that would look like a pretty intense-looking location. Where was that shot at?
2: Uh, So that's the home of Peace Cemetery. That's actually where Curly from the Three Stooges is buried out here in L.A. And uh, they were nice (laughs) enough to let us take over the entire cemetery for a day. <laughs> of course, we're very respectful to the dead, you know. Of course, right. But uh, you know, it and there is there is an ominous presence while filming in a mausoleum. I mean, mm-hmm. in that hallway, there are real corpses. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? As as extras in that film. So, I mean, you you feel it after hanging around there in the day. But I mean, everybody was really respectful, even though we had a pizza party in there. You know, with the mortician.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure like you know, a true mortician, they were eating off the dead, you know, had no problem with it.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it, you know, there's something, you know, as a horror fan that's like really cool, like the whole phantasm, like, wow, mm-hmm. we're in a real mausoleum, this is amazing. And then at the same time, we're like, oh, my God, this is going to be us in, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> you know, 100 years Someone is gonna be filming us.
0: <laughs> did did it get real quiet and just heard? Woo, 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 woo.
2: Oh, it did. Yeah, you could hear the ghost of Curly in there for sure.
0: <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but speaking of scenes, um, there was one character that I thought was he 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 cracked me up the whole time too. Um, uh, Sven, selfie Sven.
2: Oh, Evan mcgar he's amazing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he I don't want to say he stole the movie, but every scene he was in was just phenomenal. Um oh, he stole the movie. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> now is is he uh is he someone that you've worked with before?
2: Evan McGar, if you don't know, Mad Monster Party uh runs that convention.
1: Oh, damn. So again another just like just lo- those little insider cameos on those folks. Like well, he just he kills it in this film, man. I just yeah. it, it was like Gina and said. I, it. It was...
2: I will be at the next Mad Monster Party signing autographs in Arizona. I think that's in about uh, two weeks, July thirteenth. So if you guys are in the area or anybody listening, come see me. Mad Monster Party and Evan, Sven, the selfie killer.
1: You know, yeah, get a get a selfie with him, ideally. Mm-hmm. And and and
0: anywhere you go, you know the party's coming with you. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. every con, every fest, you're always at. You're always having a good time, and everybody around you is having a good time, too. I mean, I'm mean, i
2: actually doing a promotion. I have not announced it officially yet, but it will be announced. It's a topless photo op with the Lich uh, at Mad Monster Party. So two topless babes, the Lich and you, uh, at Mad Monster Party. So find out more at acidbathproductions.com. It's going to be the best thing I've ever done.
0: <laughs> I-
1: I might have to buy. A I was gonna say I, <laughs> the only way that could be topped is if you uh, shot it with a Polaroid rather than just like you know just a regular. camera. If you could give them an actual Polaroid with that one, <laughs> <line. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> definitely add to it there. So another thing, you you we, um, obviously the connection with Morbid Angel, um, it's really funny because when I was in high school and this was a long time ago because I you know it's been a while, but I apparently I went to high school with um, I believe his name was like. Which is it Trey Asgoth or Azagoth? He was one of the original guitarists. Apparently, I went to high school with his cousin. Okay. She was this really attractive little brunette, and she knew I was a metalhead because I had a mullet, and I was wearing an Iron Maiden shirt. And she's like, do you like Morbid yes. Angel? I'm like, I think, uh, yeah, yeah, they're kind of scary. And she's like, my cousins, then they're guitarists. And I'm like, okay. And I never was able to verify it, but I felt like I had a connection until I saw your movie, and I was like, no, I, I don't have any kind of connection. <laughs> <And> I, <laughs> you would
2: still have that connection you
1: mullet. <laughs> Well, that's, I mean, and the other thing as well is uh, the score on your film. Um, did James, does uh, or Dave, Dave Stein, does he play the piano as well?
2: He, he does. He actually, um, the first thing we worked together on, we met at the uh, Crackathon through Dave Brockie and GWAR. Uh, Dave was playing piano, and I was being interviewed uh, on stage by Dave with uh, the lead singer of Lamb of God. Uh, what's his name? Cecil B handsome and uh the guitar player from testament
1: uh alex Skolnick.
2: Dave, alex Skolnick, yeah oh wow and uh i worked with testament twice chuck billy from testament lead singer hits me in the face with a pie at bite school also
1: that's right. god damn it that's right that's See, um,
2: but yeah oh randy blythe i'm sorry randy <laughs>
1: so, i think cecil b Handsome's pretty good anyway right <laughs> Pretty good one, yeah. <laughs> but Dave, Dave Stein
2: was playing the piano, and so Dave and I started talking, and he was like, "Oh yeah, play music." And so he wrote the Ghost Sex theme in uh, my second film, I Spill Your Guts. So you know, Dave's a very talented musician, and he he, he tickles the ivory keys in the uh, in the Lich as the Lich with Jason Finney.
0: That's right.
2: It was actually on uh, the Kimmy Schmidt show. I don't know if you guys ever saw that. He's like the uh, straight instructor.
1: Oh, really? <laughs> Holy shit. I didn't even realize that. I well no, I'm I only saw the first season, so I'm not caught up yet. I don't know was oh, he no, in... He's, he's
2: in that first
1: season. Oh, then that means I've seen him. Sweet. I love yeah. that. Again, weird, weird, wonderful connections that you get with the particular right, yeah. characters in your films. I love it.
0: And so what now um what you do you have coming down in the pipeline? Cuz I know we got cool as hell too.
2: Hold, hold on. Let me go back to oh. cool cameos because yeah. I don't know if you guys have seen uh, Robert Millet has been doing some really cool stuff. He's in the, the Deadpool 2 movie and Game Over. And the last movie he did before that was my movie Killer Waves. So, you know, what's cool is seeing those cameos, you know, do even bigger stuff. <laughs> so to go from my schlock, like Killer Waves to Deadpool 2 is, is pretty
0: rad. But even in Deadpool Two, they're not yelling at you, so it's not that's the true. it's it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? It's like I don't know. It's just kind of great. It, and, I mean, your interactions with them, because like I said before, they just seem like that's the one thing you know you're gonna get with a uh, James Balsamo jam. It's gonna be bloody and fun. You're gonna have a good time with.
1: Well, them. did we even touch upon the amazing Jonathan cameo? Yeah, I know the amazing Jonathan. Oh
2: my God, he's so awesome.
1: How did that come about?
2: Him and his wife, Anastasia Sim. Uh, Well, I I reached out uh, through the internet to the amazing Jonathan, and uh, his wife was like, yes, 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 he he wants to do this, and uh, he came to L.A., I think he's in Vegas, he came to L.A. like maybe two weeks later, and they had a front row seat reserved for me at his show at a comedy club in L.A., and then we filmed the whole thing in a green room. After the show, it was amazing. I mean, really, like, uh, and then we filmed that whole, you know, fake magician bit. The adequate Levi,
0: the, the adequate Levi. I that whole scene with the adequate Levi and the amazing Jonathan, and that was it. That had me They're, audibly cracking up loud. So, I enjoyed that. That, like I said, there's such good stuff in the James Balsamo Jam.
2: Thanks, man. Yeah, I like to have fun. I like movies to be, you know, entertainment. That's what it is. It's supposed to be fun. Nobody makes escapism films anymore. (laughs)
1: Very true. No, and honestly, and everything has to be, you know, two and a half hours. uh, Just feels a little overlong. So I always appreciate things that are 90 minutes, you know, nice, lean and mean. And that's just something you don't see anymore.
2: Yeah, just get them done. Get them out there. Like I said, I wish I could make them as fast as I think of them, because I've got some wacky ones on the burner.
1: (laughs) Well, I know you're currently working on Cool as Hell 2, and we've talked a little bit about Michael Berryman, uh, but I noticed that in the IMDb that it looks like the Lich is going to be making an appearance in that one?
2: Yeah, so I had filmed so much stuff for the Lich that I crammed him over into Cool as Hell 2. So, originally the Lich was just going to do a cameo, uh, with Frank Mullen from Suffocation, because they're both in hell. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen the first of Hell, you know, Frank gets offed, and so he's in hell, and uh, and so is the Lich. So they make a plan to escape together, and Frank Mullen's brain gets put into a killer robot. And it's pretty cool, we have this, like, uh, four-foot actual rolling robot with a gatling gun it's it's pretty ridiculous (laughs) like (laughs) and the lich you know is is running around killing all the cameos and other people that he didn't kill in the lich that i thought were a little goofy for the lich but you know perfect for cool as hell too like lloyd kaufman's cameo so which which i think is interesting because you know you gotta love reviewers and uh you know, some of them just read the IMDb and, and give me a good review, which is nice. But Lloyd Kaufman's not in the Lich, so if you said Lloyd's in the Lich, you probably didn't watch the movie. But that's okay; <laughs> the reviews have been nice. You know, <laughs> yeah,
1: strange enough, there it is. That's really weird. The uh, you is, know, is this the
0: seeds for a James Balsamo' cinematic universe? Like, I mean, are we like on the the process of like Avengers Balsamo War?
2: Oh, I talked about that, Dave and I talked about you know, doing something like that, because I've, I've got some cool characters the American Executioner, you know <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: yeah, the Unholy oh, the Diver, diver. Yeah. yeah the the Unholy Diver, and like yeah. you do have some really cool characters like the Lich, I mean yeah, I like the yeah. fact that, I'm sorry I interrupted you, tell me more about this Jane Valsama cinematic universe yeah,
2: no, I mean that's <laughs> well, you know, there's always nods in every one of my films, two older films, so there there is a, a breadcrumb trail for sure. <laughs> so I'm sure eventually we'll just become totally self-aware and just have everything encapsulated into you know one film. <laughs>
1: so is uh is James Rolfe uh, in working with the film at all?
2: Yeah, he's in Cool as Hell Two actually, awesome. and uh, I had an animated segment of a Cool as Hell video game that James Rolfe actually plays as the Angry Video Game Nerd. It's pretty <laughs> hilarious. And uh, I was really excited. I mean, its it's been a crazy two weeks. Um, I went from filming with James Rolfe, the Angry Video Game Nerd, to, uh, oh my God, David Liebdehart from the Tim and Eric show.
0: Yeah.
2: He's got...
0: Solomon. Uh, Solomon.
2: and he- plays God in the
0: movie
1: <laughs> 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 I'm legitimately now so curious with the fact you've got the God you've got God and the devil they're just escaping right. from hell <laughs> this is rounding out to be probably one of the dare I say the most epic balsamo joints at this point yeah
2: it's, it's pretty epic there's a lot of ridiculous <laughs> you know there's a six foot pizza monster that I fight in it, it's a crust
1: half.
2: Oh. <laughs> Come on, that's funny anyway, you slice it. And oh, it my God. My joke book, <laughs> Puns of Peril. Get your copy at acidmathproductions.com.
1: I was going to say, actually, <laughs> most of our listeners can go straight there and get uh, tuned to all your work. Uh, actually, where can our listeners find the lich right now?
2: Uh, go to acidmathproductions.com, get your copy. <clears throat> it's actually... Not even out in stores yet, but it'll be in Walmart, Target, Best Buy, Barnes & Noble uh, in the next few months, the official release. But get it from me. Go to AskMathProductions.com.
1: Straight from the source. And Mm -hmm. obviously, if you're at Mad Monster Party, I would assume you'll be definitely uh, taking some of your your wares and they can pick them up there. Um, So yeah, no, um, kind of final thoughts on the Lich there, Genius? Like I said, you
0: always know a James Balsamo film. You got the boobs, the blood, the brain, the Balsamo, you know, it's, it's, it's good stuff.
1: I agree. I agree. And, uh, To, to peek behind the curtain, um, I am a complete moron and I do not know how time works, unfortunately. So we, we caught James a little earlier than yeah, we thought. Yeah. So again, I'm just gonna I'll, I'll expose myself in not a bad way here. Uh, but yeah, again, those apologize. are for the
0: live shows. Indeed.
1: <laughs> but uh, again, thank you, man, for taking the time out to talk with us. Um, obviously, we had a blast with the lich. Um, we, Gang, when you have the chance, get it legally. Yes, legally, legally, legally,
0: legally. legally.
1: You know how we feel about pirates on the mm-hmm. show. So, James, one more time.
0: Where else can we find you at? Like, personally. Oh,
1: yeah. Come to L.A. Come all, LA. Right. Yeah, all right. Not New York. Not New York.
2: Not New York. Remember your time zones. <laughs> yeah
1: need to throw in well, a thanks, little
2: thanks guys i'm james balsamo find me on facebook james balsamo uh acid bath productions uh go to twitter follow me there at acid bath product or on instagram at james balsamo or at acid bath productions guys thank you so much it's always a pleasure i'm glad i saw you recently enough to give you guys some hugs hopefully mm-hmm. i will see you in person to uh give you
1: some then and-
0: hopefully very soon dude I mean really it, like I said you bring the party dude <laughs>
1: Oh yeah all right well so until next week guys uh, this is Greg D I'm Genius McGee and we'll see you in your dreams.